and welcome back to another episode of Acting with Asher. I'm your host, Jade Asher. So today I want to talk about auditions, which is obviously the shining beacon that all of us actors want and we get them and then we have a freak out and there's like, ah, the pressure of trying to get the job. I feel better in my career if I'm getting auditions because at least I know something's happening. Because even if you don't get a job, you are getting in front of people. They like your profile on the spotlight. And okay, so recently I was told that I need to explain myself a little bit more. So Spotlight is the British online um, casting platform that most casting directors use and most actors should be on, in my opinion. So usually when I talk about Spotlight, that is what I'm talking about. So I always feel better if I'm actually getting an audition and I really don't mind if it's a self-tape or if it's an in-person audition, if it's a short film, a feature film or a commercial because these casting directors don't just do one thing. You know, the casting directors that are doing commercials today, tomorrow could be your next massive feature film casting directors. So it's all about getting in front of people. Now, I recently, I say recently, about a year ago, but it took me a very long time to put together a casting director list. So I have a list of all the casting directors in the UK and I met, I, I mark down how many times I've met them, what they do. So when names come up, I kind of know my relationship with them and if they've got me in again and I can see where their career is developing. And yeah, there is around that I have listed 250 casting directors and that that number is going up all the time. So there's new people coming into the industry and the people who, yeah, are maybe not getting the big jobs now might be in the next 10 years. And, you know, as actors, we should be in this for the long run. It's not, oh, I'm giving it to the age of 30 and then I'm giving up. That's not really how you should approach any business. And this is a business. So when I get an audition, first of all, I will make sure that my agent knows when I am and I'm not available. It really just saves you so many headaches if you just stay in good communication with your agent. All you have to do is, I'm going on holiday next month. If you have more than one agent, just blind CC in case they see and they don't know you've got more than one agent. But send everyone a message and just be that little bit more organised because it saves them being embarrassed when they have to go, oh, hi, sorry, yeah, I didn't know she's not available. And it saves you, it saves them, it saves you getting in trouble. So just make sure your availability is always up to date. But if I get a message and I might get either an email or a text or a WhatsApp, depending on which agent I'm working with, I will first of all check, obviously, am I available? Yep how I can get there, do things work, if I have to cancel jobs, if I have to cancel dinners out the night before, I will because these things can be very important, especially yeah, if it's a film or a television, then I'm cancelling all my plans until that audition comes up. And a lot of times it can be the night before or yeah, sometimes you get three days before. I find that mainly the bigger casting directors do give you a bit more time, but sometimes it is pretty last minute. So the first thing I do is check how I get there, check everything's okay. Yep, I can make it. That's fine. And then as soon as I can, I get to work on learning my lines. Now, they say it's not a memory test, but my acting is so much better when I know the lines completely. So I personally use this app called Line Learner, where I record 
my lines, the other person's lines, and then you take away their lines. So at first I'll listen to the whole thing because I'm, oh God, I just wish I was one of these people that had those skills. We could literally look at a script and know it. I had friends that would help me and they weren't even actors and they'd be like, yeah, I know it. And I was like, oh my God, I've been trying to learn this for two days and you've just got it in a second. So if you're that kind of person, I'm so jealous. Congratulations. But I am not. I have to use an app called Line Learner, which, yeah, I have to listen to the scene over and over again. And the more I listen to the scene, the more things I find and the more I get comfortable with the character. So once I have the script and for even commercials, sometimes you get lines, sometimes you turn up on the day and they give you lines. And sometimes, yeah, they'll t- you'll turn up on the day, they'll give you a few lines and then they want it perfect. And that is a little bit annoying. And I think that's it's not always their fault because they do get information very last minute and I think some people do expect actors to be photocopiers. I mean if you're not a photocopier, which I am not, then if you can at least stay in character and commit, then that will get you through. Anyway, so the night before I've got my script, okay, let's say it's a film audition and it's set now. If if the character has something about them that I can relate to, say, oh, they're a struggling actor, oh, I can relate to that. Or maybe they've got mixed heritage, I can relate to that. But if they're a sailor and then they talk about sailing, I'm like, Ugh. so I will do some research and make sure that any of the words coming out my mouth, if I do not understand how to say them or what I am saying now, I will research so that when I go into the audition, I can sell those lines as my own. Because that's really what you're trying to do. You're just trying to convince people that these are your words, that you haven't got lines and you're not an actor. And that's the main part of it. Most people can do that. When I've sat the other side of auditions and people come in the room, I'd say 90% of the time people are amazing amazing actors but they're not the essence of the character they we want which is a really hard thing to get your head around but I think getting rejected from auditions oh just bang my microphone so I think getting rejected from auditions becomes a lot easier once you understand that it's not you it's me it's really not you it's me I know that all line but it's true and it's so hard It is really hard to find exactly the kind of person you're looking for. And someone might not even be that good, but if they're the essence of what you're looking for, they really bring that character to life as them, then, you know, they they could get the job over the best actor. But if you are still one of the best actors, you will get called in again. So that's the whole point of this. You can't control getting the job. You can't control if you have the essence of the character that they're looking for because half the time they don't even know. That's why they have wild cards come in. Sometimes you come in and there's loads of people in the audition room and they all look the same and you're like, uh-oh, maybe you're the wild card. Maybe they're just trying something different, but they liked your profile. So don't worry about anyone else who's sitting in that audition room. It's all about you and your time in there. Anyway, back to prep. So the night before, don't drink. I should really listen to my own words. I say sipping a glass of Prosecco going, just one. But really, if you can, just don't drink. Do that thing. Drink loads of water so you look fresh. Definitely get sleep. When I used to have to work nights before auditions, oh my God, I just felt so awful in the morning. Because I think if you feel good about yourself, it really helps. But they're saying that you just don't know. Auditions are just one of those things. You can walk in the door and 
you, you know, you, it could be the worst audition you've ever done in your life. And you get the role and you're like, what? Honest to God, this is, I'm going to let this slide. I'm going to tell you a little secret here, but I did actually once go to a, a recall and I forgot it was the next day and I drank a lot and I've been sick <laughs> and I didn't have a moment to shower. And I went to the audition and I got the job. Go figure. You really, really don't know. All right, so it's the morning of the audition. You've woken up, you're feeling fresh. You've learnt your lines. You've done all your character research. Know how to get there. If you're going to drive, leave an hour. I don't care if it's only five minutes away. Just for anywhere. If it's a really, really important audition and you've not done that audition, you've not done that journey before, just leave half an hour, an hour early at least. And... If you are late, and this is my biggest tip to anyone, if you are late, do not walk in the audition room going, sorry, I'm late. Sorry, I'm late. Oh my God, there was this thing and this bus and this bird and this plane and this crocodile. Like, just don't do it. Because to be honest, unless they pull you up on it and they go, oh, you're late, then you need to, there was this bird, there was this crocodile. If they don't say anything, just don't even mention because they don't know. They've probably got loads and loads of people waiting to come in it just sets everything off on the wrong foot. You're going to lose focus of what you're doing. They'll probably feel a bit awkward because they didn't know. And now you've told them they now they feel they need to make you feel better. It just, I think it just puts things in a weird vibe. So if you are late and it does happen, although we are going to do our very best to make sure it does not. I mean, honestly, I've been on the way to an audition before and I swear to God, I've been one step away, one stop away on a tube and with half an hour to go and the tube is just sat there for 30 minutes and I'm like what like the doors wouldn't even open this hasn't happened in a very long time I'm talking like maybe six or seven years ago but yeah you just don't know it's if, if it's London it's London if it's anywhere else it could be in the middle of nowhere you might even don't just put in a postcode a postcode is not enough find out the entire address double check it and yeah make sure you're going to the right place or the right station just just be over precautious. Now, with my little line learner, I will listen to it all the way there. Just, just you know, with with their lines playing and with mine's mine's with my lines not playing. So I'll just repeat that scene over and over again. But it gets to the point where if you don't know it by now, you're not going to. And no amount of cramming is going to help you out. It's probably going to stress you out. So at some point before the audition I usually try to do this like maybe 20 minutes before half an hour before I just stop listening and maybe every so often I'll, I'll have a printed copy of the script because I like to mark things still and I just don't trust technology to stay on my side all that time so I do like to print things and yeah and just go into a zone where you feel good about yourself I like to listen to music that gets me like pumping it's a bit cheesy but music that gets me pumping like if I need to feel, if I'm not feeling that great, yeah, I'm going to play a bit of Beyonce or something to lift me up and make me feel like a badass. Or these days, probably Steph London or something, just to get you in the zone. I will also try and get into the audition room as early as I can so I can just absorb. This is where it sounds really wanky, but where I can just kind of ground and be like, right, I'm here. This is my space. I'm in control. I can see people coming and going. It's not a scary place that I have to rush into. It's just an audition place and I've done everything I can and that's it. And that's really what you've got to walk in with. You've done 
up until this moment everything that you can. And if you can't do any better, then, you know, you can't. You can't expect yourself to give more than what you have to give. Maybe you're not ready for this kind of role or maybe this just isn't for you in the long run. It will work out all right. Just trust that, you know, life is pulling you in the right direction. You've got it. So when I am called into an audition, I also get really bad anxiety, actually, when I go in auditions. So I have to go to the loo like a thousand times. Because sometimes I get in the audition room, I'm like, oh my God, I've got to go to the bathroom. So I have to, yeah, that's like my ritual. I always make sure I have a, a bottle of water on me. Anyway, when I travel anywhere, I have a bottle of water. But if it's an acting scene, I will bring that bottle of water in. If it's just a commercial, I won't bother. Now, walking into an audition room, I will take my coat off. If there is a waiting room, I will take my coat off. I will change my shoes if I want to wear heels or I don't want to wear heels. I would definitely make sure I'm wearing something comfortable. If it's to do with the character, yes. But, you know, if you're going for a hooker role, don't turn up in tiny dress. It can be distracting. Hookers also wear normal clothes. You don't have to be, you know... Julia Roberts had that issue, I know, where she went to an audition for Pretty Woman, dressed really cutely, and then she had to come back the next day dressed like as a hoe, but, and she got the role, but I think you can, you don't have to, you know, wear the most revealing things, just be comfortable and confident. I think that's the key, really, because, you know, they're going to have costume and wardrobe. As long as you can sell yourself and perform as that character, I think you're onto something. But like I said, I will take my coat off and my bag. And if I can, and I feel it's safe to, I will leave my stuff out there. I won't bring it in the audition room because there's nothing worse than just kind of bumbling into an audition room and just putting your stuff at the side. And then when you finish, you're so stressed and you want to get out of there. But then, oh, you've got to knock on the door and you're interrupting them. And it's really awkward to get your stuff or you left your umbrella. Just leave it outside. It's one less thing to panic about. You will thank yourself for it later. But yeah, make sure it's definitely a secure place. Now, when you go into an audition room, some people like to go in and shake everyone's hands. Probably not now with the pandemic going on, even though I've only been to one audition in this time. But generally, I don't think that's a good idea unless they stand up and they want to shake your hand. Then you go with whatever they want to do. But they've maybe shook like 30, 40 people's hands today. They're probably a bit tired. Just come in, walk into the centre of the room in front of the camera and stand usually on the X mark. So uh, for commercials, that's usually the way or even auditions. You're generally going to see where they are facing and stand in front of them, like towards the back of the room. And if you're not in the right place or they want to put you somewhere else, just let them guide you. And the rest of the audition is kind of down to them to guide you because they know what they want you to do and you need to be able to prove that you can listen. I think so many actors will walk in a room and be like I'm performing, I'm in charge, look at me, look at me but actually if you're working on a massive commercial TV production then they want to know that you're going to be able to listen. You're not going to be a pain in the butt. You're not going to be running off chatting to catering or any of these things. You're going to be where you need to be. You'll listen and follow instructions. And that is just such a big part of acting. It is being able to listen. And even the actual acting, not just the job, not just how you approach the profession, but how you how you act. That's why usually when you have a showreel, it's better to be in a scene with another person. So rather than a monologue, because people can see that you can listen and, you know, sell their story. Never be sorry. Never apologise. 
When I was at drama school, we did this really bizarre activity where my teacher would line us up. This only happened once. This wasn't all the time because we kind of figured it out after that. But the the first time we did this activity, what he did was he put a rope on the floor and he said, now I want you each to take it in turns stepping over the rope. And I will tell you if you've done it right. And that's all you have to do. Just step over the rope. So one by one, we'd start stepping over the rope and look at him for approval. And he'd be like, no, go to the back, do it again. We're like, what? So one by one, we'd step over and he'd send us to the back. And we're like, well, what are we going? What are we doing wrong? I don't understand this. And then suddenly people started doing it and they just smile. And it's like they click something. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, you did it. And no one even really understood why they got through and why they didn't until there was only a few people left and they kept on going. Then eventually they somehow got a yes. And we, we didn't really understand what the point of the exercise was. But it was revealed to us that the point of the exercise was all you had to do was step over the rope. But what some people do, or most of us did, would look at him for approval to check whether we did it right. And that was wrong. The gist of it is (laughs) with acting, do not be looking for approval. To be confident in what you're doing. Don't apologise. If you got a line wrong, if you got a word wrong, so what? If you stayed in character, then that's that's the main thing. It's an audition. You've not spent ages with this character. You're under a high pressure thing. Most good casting directors will understand that. And like I said, if you're not ready for a job, then you're not ready. There's no point you getting a job that you're not ready to do. You will be there eventually if you stick with it. But whatever happens in that audition room, don't turn around and say, can I please do it again? Or, you know, unless you stumble on the first line. I think I've done it before. I'll get in there and I'll be like, no, I can't remember. And I just need one second to check the script just to get my first line or first couple of lines. I think anything after that, if you get towards the end of the scene or halfway through and you forget a line, but you get through it, don't ask to do it again. If they want to see more, then they will ask you. Because if you ask them, you put them in an awkward position where they actually don't want to see you again. And (laughs) now they've got to watch you again because you've asked and it's awkward to say no. And now you kind of pit piss them off for putting them in that position so just don't do it like I said follow their lead and the main thing is not necessarily of course we want the job but the main thing is to make sure you get called back in again at some point in your life now when you get out of the audition room let it go it happened don't tell everyone oh my god do not tell everyone because most of the time we're not going to get our auditions and it's difficult when you're not getting too many auditions because in you put more pressure on them. You want to tell everyone, oh my God, I've got an audition for this. And, and even I do it. If I get an audition that I'm really excited about, that I'm like, wow, that's like a really big one. Sometimes it feels like an achievement just getting an audition for that thing. But try not to tell anyone because all they're going to do is ask you how it went. And if it didn't go well or you didn't get it, it's going to piss you off a little bit. So <laughs> if you can, just try and keep it to yourself. I know it's not easy, but yeah, if you're not, if people aren't actors, or even if they are, sometimes they will ask you, and it's kind of probably if it didn't go well or if it wasn't for you, then yeah, it might not be something you want to be brought up constantly. But you might get the job, and then that's amazing. So I really hope you do, and you will be getting jobs. So just whatever you're doing, whatever stage you're at, just keep on going. 
Now, I thought I was going to be able to talk about self-tapes as well, but it turns out I can yap for ages about auditions. So we're not going to touch on self-tapes today. I will maybe do that in my next episode. Questions. So I had a really random question on LinkedIn and I can't remember the name. I'm really sorry, but they asked me, what was my favourite production to work on? And I have to say that I actually did a independent film called As Bad As Me a few years ago. And that was my favourite because it was the first time that I had a leading role in a film. And I just remember I spent like three days doing all these character questions, which I I loved. I mean, it was really, really hard work. It took me a really long time. But the results were just incredible. I just got inside the character's mind. Just every small moment that happened in that script, I had things going on in my mind and I was really busy and it was just nice working for two weeks with a really nice small group of people. Sadly it has taken forever to come out but I still have hope and I'm in touch with the director and actually we've gone on to work on several other bits so like I said that's always a win when you get to work with someone more than once or you know you feel like it was a good relationship and it's going to lead on to more things no matter what that project does so that is all I have time for today thank you so much for listening again I would love to hear from you if you have any more questions and if you have an audition then good luck let me know how it goes thank you for listening to another episode of acting with Asher for any questions please get in touch with us at www.jadeashervoiceovers.com and don't forget to subscribe or follow us at Jade Asher thanks again bye